0: So do you think that we should change the tests that teachers take in order to receive their certification? Well, Alabama changed their standards today. What do you think about that? We talked about it. You don't wanna miss that. And how about this? A floating abortion clinic off of the coast of Alabama? What do you think about that? Well, we talked about that too. So stay tuned. You do not wanna miss this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.
1: Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. I am Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shaver is with me. Allison Sinclair is off somewhere at a friend's house and uh, she is joining us <laughs> virtually. But before we get started, I want to make sure that you realize that this podcast is available at uh, the Apple Store. Is that right? Yes, Apple, Apple Store. Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Spotify. You could check it out there. YouTube.
0: Yes, we're there.
1: And Rumble.
2: Yes. Check out Rumble. Go, yes, go we there. are. Go there
1: give us a good review. Make sure you subscribe, let everybody know about it. Don't forget that we are powered by 1819news.com. Go there, sign up for the daily detail, and also their newsletter. It's an email newsletter that'll come to you every day and really keep you up to speed on what's happening in the state of Alabama. Ladies, how are y'all?
0: Pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Got the coffee going. We were dragging a little bit, and we're ready for the show. I
0: mean, I'm just really glad you brought that up.
1: That we didn't have coffee earlier? That we didn't have
0: coffee. We were dragging. You got out the candy, which we have before the show. Mm And we have, we have coffee and
1: we can do it because Allison is not here. You're not, not here like, to tell us to take the, take take the water yeah. down. Don't have your papers. Close your computer. Look at all. The, look at all this. I you are just, not here. See it.
2: Y'all have stuff everywhere. That's driving me nuts. But <laughs> I just have to say it doesn't really matter because I'm going to show you what I'm looking okay. at. Where are you? And, um, well, we are right outside of Vail, Colorado. And this is, this is, look at this. I'm so sorry
1: yeah oh, wow this yeah, is you my view you're you 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 not very sorry yeah you're not going up in my list that's for for dang sure not wow. that i'm jealous let in me any show you way my way very whatsoever.
2: look at my very fancy uh podcasting studio <laughs> it's yep. very fancy that's really it's all something. smoke and mirrors here
1: what so what's the temperature there where right we're alabama at your, unfiltered at your friend's house what's the temperature there because it's like forty seven thousand degrees um, here in birmingham
2: no, it's actually uh, probably in the eighties today. But then you know you have the perfect mornings that are like fifty. Slap her. 50. <laughs> well, hold on, I was getting there. So like the mornings are fifty and cool, but then it's a dry heat, so it's <laughs> not. I knew she was. I
1: knew. I knew it was happening. This is a dry heat. It's a dry heat. So <laughs>
2: sure, oh, and it's so a fun. dry cold. So I forget that like forty-seven out here is not that cold. Mm. I brought my fleece and my Uggs, and I haven't even worn them yet. But I can't complain because it's been a great trip. And um, I'm really sorry I can't be having coffee with y'all in downtown Birmingham. (laughs) It is 1,000
1: degrees. It's not because it's cold. I mean, it's hot. It's not helping the hot. It's making us sweat more. But we needed it. We needed a little energy. We didn't have you here to keep things going. (sighs) I
2: think that's it. Does it feel off? Does it feel weird? It feels weird. Or is it much more calm? Mm. Yeah. But you know we had. Coffee. Hold on, I'll take
1: a sip. Amy Beth will answer while I'm drinking.
2: It feels very weird <laughs> not to have
0: you here. So, thank you, Did Amy you Beth. Did you make it loud? Thank you. I yeah. was talking to her. T- yeah. I
1: gulped and everything. Not so awkward. what are, we, what are so- we talking about? I know we're focusing on Alabama issues. I know we've got to talk about. Uh, there's some education news. Yes. There's the. It's not the love boat but the uh we'll have to come up with a name sometime in the program.
2: The death boat.
1: The death boat, the floating abortion clinic possibly off the state state coast yeah. at some time. That's on our list.
0: Because that's such a good idea.
1: Maybe we'll have a little bit of are we are we are we importing illegal aliens
0: possibly by plane and dropping them off at night? <laughs>
1: Maybe that's that's out I mean, there in the news. Somebody
0: says that they're dropped off by a local church, and
1: now that's been knows? going on for years. Yes, since way back. Yes, and they get really Wait, upset.
2: Churches pay to bring them in.
1: No, they just send their own they little vans send, out there and pick yeah. you up at the border, and you know it's like a very swanky Uber for illegal aliens. Really?
0: Something that we can ask our listeners to go and do some investigating and help yeah. us out.
1: We can do that. So we can
0: talk about that. Would
1: well, you want to start with education?
0: Let's start with education. It's so did, weird. Did, oh, there you. Hi. Did you hear what happened in Alabama today, y'all? No, I did not. Okay. I'm out of town. Okay, well.
1: In the dry heat.
0: In the dry heat, of course. <laughs> so let me get to all of my papers. Um, so here in the state, what happened was that there was a meeting and they decided... I don't know if it was the state board or whatever it was, but they decided to lower the acceptance rate. So whatever score you need to become a teacher in the state.
1: Okay. So this is probably the state school board,
0: the state school board. There may have been more people than that. I will find the article in a minute. Okay. We I actually have it. I just can't put my hands on it, Right. but they voted to lower the standard so that we could get more teachers. Okay, because we have
1: a shortage of teachers. We have a
0: shortage of teachers. In one county alone, apparently there's like 88 teachers that they have to hire. And so what they're doing is lowering that standard. Mm -hmm. They're also saying that if you have a high enough GPA, that they will accept you even with that lower score plus a higher GPA if you're coming out of college. But they did vote to lower by at least one standard deviation so we're talking about the praxis? Yes.
1: Okay, because I have a friend of mine who um, has apparently not done well. You know, everybody says I'm not a good test taker or whatever right, it is. Right, right. Didn't do it hasn't passed the praxis yet. That's the test that you are supposed to pass, at least the part that's in your field.
0: Got it. To yep. be a
1: teacher. Right. And so the State Board of Education is saying well, we've got a shortage of teachers. Yes. And the way we'll fix it is the Alabama way. It's really it's the, how we fixed the graduation rate, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh. We fixed
1: the graduation rate by saying, well, we just will do away with the graduation exam. And miraculously, everybody they is graduate. now to Look graduate. At it's awesome. So now we're doing the graduation Dance. exam mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. for the teachers. Yes. So we had a problem graduating people because they couldn't pass the graduation exam. And that was the students. Right. So now we've decided that the teachers that are teaching the students that couldn't pass the graduation exam, now <laughs> we've lowered the yes. standards to yes. be a teacher that teaches mm-hmm. so you can't pass the graduation exam.
0: Right? Really? Really? What What do you think about that, Allison? Well, Amy Beth, when you say they voted, who is they? Okay, board members,
1: state school it said board. Three I think.
0: options on the table this, that board members will discuss, okay. and so it was state board members. They're at a meeting. I have a list of what's happening at the meeting, but what they did was they did vote to accept lower scores with one standard error measure of the passing score if the educators could still demonstrate that they were well qualified.
2: I mean, we're just seeing this whole domino effect of, you know, we're doing away with gifted classes and AP classes and we're doing away with, you know, kids having to read or I guess we're going back and trying, but it's just a mess. And it's just this domino effect. We're already struggling in education. I'm not sure that just taking it, it's almost like taking anyone. You just need a warm body there. And I'm not sure that's the best long-term strategy. However, I'm not sure what you do, except you have to put teachers back in a position of where they're respected and you have their back and, you know where they can discipline and and administration can take care of. I think teachers are overworked and they're underappreciated. And after COVID, they're over it, and so they're leaving. And so I think the better way is to go back and you know rethink how do you care for the teachers that you have there now and retain the ones, maybe even bring them back. I'm just not sure this works out well in the long run.
1: No, I, I kind of agree, and I saw the headline, and what's what's funny is. I'm reading the headline. I saw the headline. It was it ran in front of me this morning. And when I read the headline, I thought, because it said Alabama Board of Education approves temporary teacher certification changes to combat teacher shortage. Well, when I saw that, I was like, this is a great story. Right. They have changed it so that somebody with an engineering degree or somebody with a math yes. degree or somebody with a I don't know, a geology degree could uh, you know, a geology degree guy could teach earth science Imagine at a school. Right. And so I'm like, yay, great, that's awesome. Give, give them a check mark. And then I get here and I find out from Amy Beth that no, that's what the headline said. <laughs> but but it's really about, well, we know we have a test you have to pass, but meh, we're not you don't really have to pass it.
0: I mean, and I think two things as well, and I agree with you, Allison. Teachers are underappreciated. We don't Can we, we say good teachers good are underappreciated? Teachers are underappreciated. Oh,
1: okay, I'll, we'll I'll go with that.
0: I also believe, though, that Common Core, when it was introduced into the classroom, took away classroom freedom for the teachers Mm -hmm. who would like the freedom to teach what they know their students need. Because we still come back to the central theme that you have to pass the ACT and the SAT. There's your teaching to the test instead of all these millions of tests and these passing this section and getting a gold grading, you know, whatever right. these new right. iterations are of grades, instead give the the freedom back to the teachers instead of this very strict paradigm that they have to stay inside of. Right. It's not working. right? And so people who right. don't have the freedom, but have the ability are like, I'm not right. doing this anymore.
1: Well, I know a story yeah. of a, um, a college student who wants to be a teacher And this college student went and did some of their their work in the local elementary schools. And they were assigned, hey, look, you need to work with these children on reading. Well, this college student is early in their career. So they've not been taught how to do these things, the official way to do these things. Oh, my word. So they're working with these kids and basically teaching them The way they learned so they're doing phonics and sound in the letters and all that kind of stuff and multiple kids who have been in this classroom for a long time are like i get it you're awesome i love you thank you so much i can read i can read Mm -hmm. and and you think wait a minute what happened the rest of the year before this person who doesn't know what they're doing but who has the ability to teach Got there, and so so what occurred to me was hearing this story was that the the real classroom teacher is probably following the guideline, and the Common Core guideline says do this this day and this this day yes. and this this day. Mark it off, mark it off, mark it off. No one, none of the kids can read, right? But they've heard about climate change, and they've heard about this, and they've heard about transgenderism, and they've heard about be kind to everyone. You get what I'm saying? So Absolutely. the teacher's doing the things that are required. Right. But the children aren't...
0: Getting what they need. Getting
1: what they need because we have really evolved. And any any classroom teachers you ask, they will tell you that they spend more time checking off boxes, doing the paperwork, proving that they said these 25 words on this date. Yep. And they know their kids aren't getting... Now, now we could probably talk about all the other things. There's a lot of requirements that just bog the whole system down yes but i think you are both right we're not we don't give the respect that we need to but to be fair the really good teachers should have banded together and helped us when we were trying to stop things like common core they knew the train wreck was coming yeah they knew they had a hallway of people who you know that don't teach that that's not their gift they don't care about the kids they just so we're kind of stuck We can't fix it for them. We need them to help us do that. But this is really kind of sad, but the the devil's advocate position. We have teaching positions. We have classes that we don't have someone for. So what do we do? Is this the best we've got? Well, okay. If you're willing to, if you're a warm body, we'll take you. Is that the best? Is that, is that our only answer? Or why didn't we try the other one? Like I said, because let, let (sighs) retired engineers teach math. Aren't we Look, short of math teachers? Would, Can would, you be any more boring than the math teacher we all had? I'm sorry.
0: Listen, I mean, <laughs> and then you're a kid like me and your dad has to help you. His first master's was in physics and then he became a physician. Look, I know how smart you are, so that's right. enough for both of y'all. So he had to come and teach me how to do math. And now I'm like, oh, I love math, but I'm a grown-up. I can't go back and do it again, right? Right. But even when we were in school, and I was coming through college, he we were talking about some of these things, like why wouldn't you have somebody who is an engineer? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you have a geologist? Why wouldn't you have a retired physician come in and teach those science classes? Right? Why wouldn't you have somebody? Well,
2: I know why you know? because there are a lot of engineers that <laughs> don't communicate very well. True. But, yes. I mean, like the, I don't think just anybody can teach. However, this is an interesting that you say that because when I was going and going, starting college, I either wanted to get my engineering degree or my teacher certificate. Mm-hmm. And my stepdad, who is an engineer was like, look, go get your engineering degree. You can always go back and teach. So I've never done that, but could I, like you're saying, Amy Beth, that you still have to take the praxis. Yes. Like I would still have to take the praxis as an engineer. Right. right. Um, I can't just go sign up, but maybe I could maybe do well. I don't know. Like you think I could do well enough Are the standards low enough that even I could be a teacher? I mean, honestly, I'm seriously asking, cause you I've know always wanted I to I don't teach.
0: know, but I think that it is an idea worth considering because what we're doing isn't working just right all over the place. I mean, from the common core to the NEA's effect, like Stephanie Holden Smith's article, which is amazing. The NEA, the AEA, yeah. all that, none of it's working. And we've never stopped to say, Hey, could yeah. we be the problem? you know, coming from educator, like Alabama Department of Education, coming from the right. State Board of Education. Why don't we ever hear somebody from them say, maybe it's us and we right. need to start over We've been over in charge again.
1: for decades and decades and decades We've and it's, it's not it going the ground. well. Maybe we did it.
0: Maybe we trust our educators and we bring them in and get them involved in these situations. Right. And I don't know if a test is something that the three of us could like band together and pass but surely you could take a class over the summer and then pa- and, and and then pass a class, the test
1: yeah if if your portion that you that you need to know say say Allison being an engineer um if the part that they don't feel comfortable with her being able to teach in the classroom is that you well you don't understand how to manage a classroom surely you can get that in a summer
0: there's your right can
1: you can you not or or do you does it take two years? I mean, I mean, do, I'm do we going, not have I'm enough life summer.
0: experience? Yes. <laughs> They'd like wish us to leave. They'd be like, can right. y'all go? Since <laughs> You're strict and you make us learn.
1: Right. Just do it.
2: What like do I I've raised four kids. Yeah. Does that count? I think that classroom counts, management. Allison. I mean, but I- Well, if you
1: let people paddle again, like they did in the old days, I think I'm good. I've told y'all the story where I filled in. There was a, a day where the PTA was doing something for <laughs> no, the kids. Didn't. And, and uh, oh, so gosh. I had to go watch a classroom for like three hours. two hours and when i first got there they were terrified because i'm like a giant compared to them right right and then it didn't take long for a couple of them to test the waters and they realized hey he can't touch us he can't kill us (laughs) we're we're great and it just started degrading
2: and i was just there to say hey
1: y'all do your work if you die i'll I'll put you on my shoulder and carry you to the nurse you know that was my job but once they realized i couldn't (laughs) kill them it just started. So I thought, what happens to a regular teacher who they know they're never getting paddled? They know Mala's going to come up there and say, you've been mean to little Johnny, and Johnny's a saint, and I don't understand, and we're going to sue you. I can't even imagine trying to handle the classroom that teachers handle now. And so, yeah, I think Allison would probably kill somebody.
2: She, I don't know. What do you think, Allison? <laughs>
1: That'll be the know. first day of her class. That's
2: how I feel about my kids. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, these kids are a trap. I'd probably feel the exact same way. <laughs> but but so, I mean, I'm listening to y'all and the cynic in me sees this as a bigger agenda and a bigger picture of what's happening. And it really goes back to Stephanie Smith's amazing article in 1819 News, if y'all haven't read it. Um, Parents must understand the cultural power of the NEA and the AEA. And the NEA is the National Education Association. The AEA is the Alabama Education Association, which is the Alabama branch of it. And so I look at like lowering the praxis scores and the dumbing down of our kids. And then I'm going to read um, a quote out of Stephanie's um, article. And it's like, I almost feel like this is purposeful. Like this next generation, if we can dumb them down, if we can make them not be able to think on their own, then they'll just have to be dependent on the government. It feeds our socialist agenda because they're not going to be able to do the basic skills that they need. I mean, my brain goes to all these places if that this is just one big, I, there's a puppet master somewhere and I just don't know where it is, where he is. But do y'all see, I mean, am I sounding crazy? It might be the altitude, but I'm I'm like,
0: no, not at all. Allison. I think, you know, when I was reading her article, I think it was when I printed it out, it was page three, but when she was talking about the equitable schools, including the adoption of restorative justice and culturally competent, culturally competent instruction, changing language from mother to birthing mother to publicly stand in defense of abortion, mandatory vaccines and masking gun control measures and restricting sexual, you know, not wanting their discussions of sexuality restricted in the classroom. I'm like you, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, this is Marxism. This is coming Mm -hmm. from the Frankfurt school. This is coming not only from the thirties in the U S when it came to Columbia and their teaching was passed down to our teachers, but it was before that this is Marxism just front and center. Right. And they're in our classrooms. And I think the thing that bothered me the most was that what 90% of all teachers in Alabama are a member of the AEA Mm-hmm. So by default, they are getting from the any. They're at least getting
1: that information. This, this 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 thought process that this is okay. So let me let me scare scare y'all a little more and ask the question. Great. that'd be great. Which is, are the teachers <laughs> who don't believe in this dribble, are they the ones leaving? And are the ones that are all into the this crazy leftist secular, I'll dare say, pagan yes. stuff, they're staying and celebrating and and your child may not be able to do math. She may not be able to do great on the ACT, but like I said earlier, she's going to know all about climate change and transgenderism and abortion Mm -hmm. and guns are bad and America is terrible and we're all racist, awful. And if if we'll just change our ways, we can create utopia. Is that what we're getting? And we run the good people off.
2: Yeah, well, because, and this is where I wish we had a big, like, maybe one of those buttons has the sound like the uh, uh, like emergency. <laughs> like I need parents to understand because so many, and Stephanie touches on this, like parents are just either, you know, blissfully ignorant or they don't think it's coming to Alabama, but like there is an agenda. There is a top down agenda that is happening and it is in every single public school across the country in Alabama because most of these programs that they're implementing are tied to federal funding. So like, Amy, Beth, what you read. That was from the NEA. Right. Okay. The NEA it says has contributed almost 70 million to candidates in 2020, 98% of that money going to Democrat candidates. And we know what the Democrat agenda has been right. in the past few years. Mm-hmm. You go to the Alabama education association website and you click on it. On the very first page, this is what it says. Our goal is to promote and defend human and civil rights. AEA will work to eliminate all forms of discrimination to ensure equity, excellence, and professionalism. We will lead the movement advance as necessary, and as necessary, restructure the state's public education system. Okay, if you know what you're reading, you know what that means. Yep. That is a That is a critical race theory. I don't care if people say it's not. Critical race theory is still in all of our schools. It's a different name. It's under equity or inclusion or allyship, whatever it is. And it is coming through the counselor's system. And this past session, they passed the Alabama legislature, House Bill 123. And it basically puts in every single school system a mental health coordinator. Okay, mental health coordinator should scare you to death. Now, there are going to be some people that love it, some families that love it, because basically what it is is your kids go to school and they are getting counseling from the school counselor who is getting their directives from the federal government and the AEA Mm -hmm. on what they're supposed to talk about, which is equity, social justice, racial equality, like all these CRT things. Um, you know, we go to the Shelby County school that had the transgender, like how to, how to transition, you know, the flyer, like they are getting all that. And you don't even know, you don't even as a parent have to know about this. Now, this starts in 2023 and these health coordinators will be in there and they will do these classroom sessions. It's already happening in Shelby County schools where the counselor comes into the classroom and they go over different subjects. Um, you don't even know it you as a parent you don't even know what they're talking about they have these group therapy sessions
1: which is all Some part of that what it, what's it. the what's the phrase hegelian dialect hegelian or whatever dialect where they, it is. Where yes. they get you in the classroom and they get two or three to agree and the, and the mm-hmm. instructor's kind of driving it so that they can convince the other 18 kids right that whatever this topic is is right right and that's really kind of how it works is it not that's that's what yeah. the whole purpose of these this, things are
2: peer pressure, you know, you're like, oh, well, my friend believes this. And basically what it's doing and why I am against this is because that in the end is not the role of the education system. Now, I understand there are some high risk students and yes, they need help. They need intervention. But what this does is through surveying and testing, they will mark every single child in the classroom and in the school system. And they are doing all these testings and questionnaires to be able to pinpoint the high-risk students. Mm-hmm. So they are doing this tracking data monitoring on your kids to see how they are emotionally. And I'm like, and once that's pegged, it goes with you through school. So oh, once no, no, no. you're it, identified. It goes
1: through with you through life because the government keeps all that. But do you, yeah, you remember do. you were in the Common Core battle yes. years ago? Yes. And there was the whole debate about uh, them keeping data. Yes. Oh no, this is is we're not keeping data. We're not we're, th- th- nothing to see here. Move along, move along. We, we, the state gets money for it, but it's fine. So now we're going to really accelerate the kind of data that goes in these lists. Right. Who agreed? Who didn't agree? Who thought this was right? Who went yeah. along with the group? Who's willing to say something? Who who in the classroom said, "Hey, yeah, we have guns in our house." Yeah. I don't I don't think abortions right. I don't I don't think I'm into using the correct pronouns. I don't think boys should be in the girls' locker room. All those kinds of things will be documented, and are and,
2: you going to be labeled for that? Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. You absolutely will be. Our st- our kids yeah. absolutely will be. They may not be able to read when they get out. No. But but all this stuff is tracked. It they really can tell you it, 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 how they feel. <laughs> yes. Oh so my So I just
2: want the biggest point is that um, at the end of the session, like this House Bill One Twenty Three, they passed on the very last day of the session. We were able to get in an opt-in option, which is the first in the United States to where parents can choose to opt-in their child to these counseling programs. Um, So it's not an opt-out, it's
1: an opt-in. So they don't have any participants. Okay. So there's no participants at the school unless they get enough people to opt-in.
2: You, I wish, that's how we wrote it, that it would go all the way through K-12. Okay. However, since in Alabama, and this is something that needs to be readdressed, um, at 14, you can make medical decisions for yourself. So at 14, you can't get a beer, but you can make medical decisions without your parents. So the House Committee, really, um, they made it to where after 14, you don't have an opt-in option. You are automatically enrolled. So every public student in public schools, basically in high school, will be automatically enrolled in these programs. And that is terrifying. So 14 and under, your parents have to sign off on it. Um, But it is this will change public school forever. Um, and parents don't even know it's happening. Now, Mountain Brook schools has their pro their policy out. Um, it is totally not in line with the law. Um, so they're going to have to go, actually, they have attorneys involved and they're going to have to go back and, and redo that. But you need to check with your school systems and see what their mental health coordinating coordinator plan is. because They're working on this. Um, but you know, back to the praxis and and the education system, it all goes together. I just can't think that it doesn't like, no, I, I, I don't know right. what the end game is, but it's not good unless public schools do a major turnaround.
1: And Are they going to make a major turnaround or do we just have to really double down and follow the lead of Arizona? I don't know how I haven't looked at the Arizona law yet, but my understanding yeah. is it's statewide school choice. Yeah. Uh, Regardless of income. I
2: I think that's where we're going. I think that... I think we're about to see an exodus.
0: a, A competition is and would be the very best thing for a school. And what will happen when parents do their due diligence, as Allison eloquently said... They are going to be shamed, are they not? They're going to be dismissed. They're going to be made fun of because that's what happened to us back in Common Core days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is not real. There's no data collection, like you said a minute ago. We're not going
1: to do that now. We don't do that
0: sort of thing. Look, we rewrote the standards. They're not actually Common Core. They lie to you, and they expect that you're Mm. an idiot and you're not going to do your homework. And so, unless yeah. and until we do, and unless and until we go into the school board or to our local school and say we're opting out starting next year right. from these ludicrous mental health programs, we don't want anything to do with them. And unless and until we demand that the Del Marshes of this world go back and actually write a clean bill so that we can have school choice, I don't want to hear another wham about. <laughs> School choice and it's going to derail public schools. <laughs> right, that's what we want to happen.
1: Right, it's Please been derailed.
0: Don't make a mistake. We mm. want them just derailed. Now, are there pockets of good schools? Yes. Yes, there are. I am thinking of some teachers right now, at one of my child's school. Great teachers. They really are.
1: But they aren't aren't they going to succeed anyway, though? When the market they, they is out there, they are going to succeed. They, say say someone say y'all started your own. Okay. Right which teachers are the new sets of parents who are trying to start their own schools or do their own things, right. who are they going to get? Right. They're going to go get those good teachers. Right. So those teachers that you're friends with or I'm friends with, I know it's tough. It's hard. Cause it's going to be, there's going to be all some turmoil, but rest assured, the good teachers are going to be in demand. That's right. So they're still going to do well.
0: They are going to do well. And and they should be rewarded and they should be lauded for sticking in it this long because it's been right. tough. And we know that they've some of them have banded together and said we're not going to teach this stuff. We're not going to do this. Right. They can't talk about it publicly cuz no, they'll no. lose their it's jobs, be a right? Secret. right? Yes. And so I don't want to disrespect the ones that are out there just doing the yeoman's work. Correct. Of teaching our kids and doing their best. Right. But as a whole, overall, the public school system needs to, um, needs competition. We need choice. We need to look in the classroom. Thank God the one shining light, I think, out of COVID was that so many parents got to see in the classroom because they were looking mm-hmm. online with their kids and like, what in the world is happening? Right, Right. The other thing that I'm thinking of is we're talking about what's happening in the classroom and with this mental health bill that you were talking about is that it really kind of goes back to what we're talking about with Common Core and what what teachers are trying to do is check off the checklist Mm -hmm. is that these counselors are also just doing the checklist. They're robotically moving through. What if they stopped, pulled back and thought, this is ridiculous. I can't do this in good conscience. If some counselors would stand up and say, this is what they're teaching us to say to your kids when they come into my office, Right, things would change. But,
1: but, they, would, but they might lose people, their job. The we system we is so on the, against them. Yes,
0: the system is against them, and it is terrifying to be that whistleblower. So we do need to offer Ooh. protection for teachers, for counselors, for principals, for any administrator that's willing to say, here's what's really going on. In Chicago. Here's what's really going on in Nevada. Here's what's happening in little old Podunk, Alabama, that you think it wouldn't happen, but it's happening here. Right. We must offer them protection. And like you said, Allison, they need to know we've got their back because we do. Yeah. We're for them because we're for our kids. We don't want kids who can't read right. and can't do math. Right. We we want that. We want the best. But at some point to bring it back to the beginning of the discussion, the state board, this the the you know, Department of Education has to stop and say, we hold responsibility here. This is on us, and we need to start over again. We never, ever hear that. We just hear, oh, squirrel, we'll try this. Oh, rabbit, we'll try that. Everybody's
1: doing this. They're going to give us some money to do this. We'll do that. We never accept responsibility. Would would, would the people of Alabama accept if the State Board of Education just said, you know what? We're just going to scrap what we've been doing. Right. We have a curriculum from 19... I don't know what you want to do. I'm going to say 1957. Right. And by golly, we're just going to do that. Right. We're going to copy they, the old they... textbooks. We're going to we're going to put those textbooks online. We're going to teach all the basics. I mean, math should not have changed. We went to the moon using that. Um, never... You know. I mean, the basics of math, science, et cetera, are still the same. Have there been advances? Yes. Do our kids even know what those advances are? No. No. Do I care if they're not... Fully up to 2022 on uh, uh some sort of organic chemistry? No, I do not. If they knew the 57 version, they'd be way ahead of where they are today. That's right. So couldn't we but just say, can't. let's go that's, back?
2: Well, that's not an option until because what you know, when I started local, we really thought, okay, we're gonna we can we can change Shelby County. We're gonna start with the local school board. Right. Well, you can't. Because the local school board is beholden to the requirements of the of the state state school yes. board, which is if you accept any federal money, you have to follow the National Board of Education. And so until we stop accepting federal funding, we were tied to that. Excellent. bottom line. And so that's when you talk about these teachers. Do I think the majority of them buy into this? Absolutely not. They don't right. have an option. Right. It's like, if you don't go along, right. you don't have a job and you don't feed your family. So it's so much bigger. This is one of those that I'm not sure local can solve. It literally would have to go to the state saying we are not the, accepting this, any the funding. The department and,
1: would have to absolutely do that. And, and on the teacher thing, we may be far enough along into this. Common Core was 10 years ago now because my youngest son was going to be one of the first children of the core. I thought that was such a mm-hmm. neat phrase in the old days, but no, people just didn't. you yeah, know, the no, children I, of the corn.
2: Yeah. I like it. Right,
1: and, <laughs> and so
0: that's so good cracking Scott. me up now.
1: The, <laughs> that's good. So, but but you know, now right. we have a new generation of teachers who don't know any different. No. So and then they get mad at you for talking about it. Which right, is we're, very we're losing those right. older teachers who said, "Golly, if y'all would just give me a way to to teach like I did." back when I first started, where I could actually impact a child's life, where I could do it a little different here and there, and I had all these great ideas, and we mm-hmm. did these things, and it was so fun, I loved it, and they loved it, and, and they were doing really good. But now we have a generation of teachers who do not know that. Yeah. All they know is, here's my list for today, I must do this list, and no one outside of education has any input, shouldn't say anything, and you need to be mean to them if they think that they know better than you.
0: That actually happened to yeah. me. I was on a bus with some young people who had recently graduated with their education degree. Mm-hmm. And Chris and I were talking about Common Core, and we were verklempt about it. And they were very
1: upset. She's using another word. I don't know See, what she said. Uh, what she no,
2: no. Do you remember SNL? Like, I'm verklempt. I'm verklempt. <laughs> you know, I'm verklempt over this. <laughs> coffee talk. Let's sit okay, down sorry. and drink some ahead. coffee. So. I'm for I was totally
0: verklempt about it. <laughs> you guys, also, I just want to let you know that my earpiece, it's V-E-R-C-L-E-M-P-T. Verklempt. I want y'all to know that my dang earpiece isn't staying in today, so I just want you to know I'm on the struggle bus. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not putting well, on the UFO headphones. That's not going to happen. I've got to right here. You can no, use them. They're, they're great. I'm not. I refuse.
1: You don't like dizzy? However, you like a mouse. You wear they it.
0: were verklempt. That we didn't think that it would solve all of the world's problems. Really, they were visibly angry, and I was like, "Oh, mm. this is one of those subjects you can't really talk about with." Well, Eagle. the
1: professors told them that, right? Yes, they of course said they people did. who don't know what they're talking about, ignorant rubes out there, are saying that this will not solve. And these are international standards. They yeah, are,
0: they they, they just, are international and they're very special. Yes,
1: yeah, so what was it rigorous? They're very rigorous.
0: Oh, oh my word! I mean, if you heard that <laughs> word once, you heard it a million and one times. Oh my! Sure.
1: So, were, what were they upset about that For you were the saying love of all it, that's good and or holy? were they looking at you and your husband and going, "Wait a minute, these are very smart, very successful people. How could they be against it?" Or were they putting you in the the rude category? Honey,
0: we're so sorry, but the way that we do science now. You can't do it that way anymore. So <laughs> like, you this can't help your kid with science because it has passed you by.
1: Is that really what it was?
0: Essentially.
2: <laughs> ah,
1: I <laughs> cannot may not take have been it. Exactly no, that was like perfect. That.
0: But it was that young, it's, fresh, you yes. big, fat dummy. Right. You cannot possibly oh. know all of the it things is, we've so learned. We
1: know how to use our phones. We and know. You do not.
0: And I'm like, I know I don't know anything, <laughs> but I also know this is wrong. God. Because anything that puts you at odds with your child or puts you at a situation where you think I am so much better than you, that the Bible calls that pride, Right. Um, I'm not for that.
1: So so that, that would probably be a hindrance to going back to what I said, the 50s version. Yeah, the
0: 50s version. Because
1: it has passed us by. Of course, God would be for the 50s. Of course. I wasn't even born in the 50s, but I think it's worth a shot. You weren't? Oh, oh, (laughs) Oh. that was low. I I didn't say it. Just because my hair doesn't take the coloring as well as others.
0: You know what? I have gray hair and you'll never see it. I told my husband that when I was like 27. I was like, just FYI, just so we're clear. That's not going to happen.
1: It's, it's turning, but you're not going to see it. So, a second, yeah. second, we have talked about that for a while. Wow. Second issue because it's a big thing this week. Jumping from there to there, we're never going to talk about you, Russia Ukraine. Apparently. You know what? We need the a war Russia will be ship. over by the time I get around to talking <laughs> Russia Ukraine. <laughs> true. Oh my! Nobody gosh. cares about gosh. Russia no, Ukraine. We can talk about it. No, we're not. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it after it's over. The Russians are winning. I know that upsets people. I just wanted to talk about how the press told us that wasn't happening for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Thank you. And they, it's, it's almost like the press would lie about something.
2: No, the press? No. Okay, no, let's never. just go ahead. Let's give five minutes to Russia and Ukraine. No, I refuse.
1: No, no, I don't want to No, no. Let's no do it right no, now. No, no, absolutely not. I want yep. to go to the wait, abortion bus wait. boat. But, which is it? On. It's both. No,
2: th- Scott, there's a great, we're talking about the immigrants coming in. Wait, did we already talk about that? No. No. Okay. So, but I do think that that's an important part that goes to this chaos in Russia and Ukraine because apparently uh, the New York Times opinion piece said that the war is entering a new phase and it's talking about all the shortages that are coming globally and all the displacement Mm -hmm. of immigrants and people seeking asylum. And it kind of, Tied in with an article that came out in Yellowhammer yesterday by Dylan Smith talking about these late-night flights to Tuscaloosa and Montgomery from El Paso bringing immigrants in. Um, And I don't know. I saw a few people talking about it on social media yesterday. But what happens in Ukraine and Russia as the food shortages and the supply chain and everything trickles down? it really throws the entire world into chaos. And I think there's going to be lots of movement. And if this is true, that we're getting these immigrants in, you know, it's talking about that they land at 2:57 and 4:23 AM. And um, that most of the passengers on the after dark flights to New York consisted largely of underage migrants. Mm. And the post reported that some appeared to be young adult males. So we're bringing underage children. I mean, that's, I, I don't know what,
1: how that's good. Well, um, I mean, and there's so many questions about that. Uh, the, the the newspapers, like the New York Times, write the, writes these things, and it seems like no one's there to ask the question. Because as soon as you say it, how do you end up with a train? I about mean, train, a plane load of underage people. Who did they turn these children over to?
0: I do not know. I mean, it's just. I'm, I'm being it's serious. Terrifying. Is
1: the federal government trafficking children for the cartels? Do we even know who these people's parents are? Do their parents know what happened to them? Uh, where did they leave from and who were they delivered to? I mean, and we've
0: also heard that there are parents that are are pretending to be their parents and they'll bring a kid through and then they'll do it again. I mean, it's press repeat, right? It is terrifying what we're doing. Well,
2: it says that from June 29th to July 1st, what is that? 30 days has September 8th. Okay. So three days. I just had to sing that. 7 flights from the southern border made landing in Alabama. Flight logs show that 4 of the 7 departed. So, so 7 flights in 3 days. Plane loads of illegal immigrants.
1: Well, you know, landing uh,
2: in Tuscaloosa and Montgomery. Okay. And then where do they go?
1: That's the question. But don't forget see, there is a, there is a publication, uh, Ryan Phillips, I don't know who Ryan Phillips is, writing for a publication called Patch. Because uh, I try to go find—is okay. there a, a debunker out there? And and they don't do a very good job, in my opinion, of debunking. They just simply say, um, "Well, that story is not really—it's not really true." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm going to continue to read, and you tell me how it's not really true." Well, there's a very is it good not really chance. true
2: because they landed like a minute earlier than stated. You know,
1: I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. And, well, and the but argument is, well, we don't really know what those planes are, but um, we don't really know what they're doing. But our guess is it's just cargo operations. And I'm like, well, are you sure it's not people? Well, no, it's not. And here's one of the neat ones because it ties the whole Russia Ukraine thing together. It doesn't really, but I just find it fascinating. They did the research <laughs> on the, the debunker part, and it says one of the planes had the identifying tail number of N730CK which was purchased by Kalita in 2014. That's the name of the company. Guess who they purchased the plane from. This is this is great. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything, but it just it's makes me be laugh. it George Soros. Nope, it's better. Well, I don't know about the, better. You won't Bill believe Gates. this. Uh, they purchased it Hunter from Biden. Ukraine International Airlines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hunter <laughs> Biden, <laughs> Ukraine, same thing. Oh, my hey, goodness oh my gracious. And, and look, I mean,
0: one... He's talking Stop about it. it. Right. So, I mean, it, it, right. So here's the deal. I would be very interested. I don't want anybody to get in any trouble, but maybe we should do some investigating of our own. Could we, hand, like, we can't even stay
1: awake during Tuscal- this podcast well, we with our coffee going in the middle what of the night. If
0: we went to Tuscaloosa or Montgomery where they say they're landing and we were there early in the morning. I don't know. Just to see. Could somebody from our audience. Who maybe lives there? Give get us a Swap out.
1: Get a little group together. I, look, this is your. Shift. This is citizen this is journalism
0: shift. at its finest. It's an opportunity to Un, say this actually
2: unfiltered, is happening. unfiltered at eighteen nineteen newscom
1: That's how we yeah, get we'll in touch get with it. us. Seriously, well, that's how yeah. y'all get in touch with the ladies. Not I don't joke. even check my own email much. Less we know you don't. I know, but y'all we can barely job. get in
0: touch with you. It's not true. We we no haven't. that
1: is <laughs> it's partially true.
0: Well, I mean, it just depends on the day.
2: It does doesn't it?
1: It really. God's does. good
2: for the sweet tart ropes. Well, does that time. work for your Russia Ukraine part? Oh great! Got I don't know how exploding. you changed my
1: Russia Ukraine into illegal aliens being dumped in the state, and all I got to say was they bought a plane from Ukraine right right at the top <laughs> of the twenty fourteen. So that would be it. Are we going to get? Are we going to do a abortion, abortion boat this yes. week? Yes.
2: Yes. I. I think it needs to be done because this is like, do you remember when we started this podcast and we did Alabama or not? This yes. would be one of those. I it, mean, what, we're going to have gambling boats and abortion boats.
1: They could I be just, the same boats.
2: You don't even know. Yeah. Oh.
1: Don't put it past I anybody.
0: Like, I mean, if they've invented this kind of horror, who knows what they can invent. And it's funny that they're suddenly going to allow the Coast Guard to you know, take flights out there and inspect whatever facilities there are because across the country with abortion clinics, they don't let right. people in to inspect. And when they do get in, it's never really great. Right. Unless, of course, you're playing parenthood and then you're like, come in. But for the average one of the mill horror shops, they can't get in. So, so that's ironic. So let's
1: tell people what we're, what we're talking about, because I'm okay. saying abortion votes.
0: Yeah. yeah, people don't know, and or they may not.
1: So this has kind of evolved since the United States Supreme Court said, look, this is not a federal issue. These are state issues, and the states can decide. So Alabama doesn't have abortion. Um, very liberal blue states will allow abortion up to first breath or maybe worse than that. So yeah. it's really about people being able to decide in their state Right off the bat, people like Elizabeth Warren said, "No, no, we should, we should have," and it's really kind of poking the states in the eyes. Mm-hmm. We should have abortion yeah. clinics at federal properties in the states, which, in my opinion, could even be at the Social Security Building if they really, really tried right. it. But they were putting it out there as, like, "Well, maybe we'll put tents up at the uh, the national park. Here, stop by and see the, you know, Old Faithful over there, and there's the abortion clinic right there beside the lodge." Those kinds of things seem weird enough. And then they said, well, let's have these mobile centers there's there's uh dental facilities and buses. What if we do buses with abortion facilities in them and we'll park them at the borders? We'll you know, we'll put them in uh you know the uh, the burger whatever, the burger joint parking lot right there beside the the red state. and then it's gotten worse. Now we have a California. University, what, Berkeley? Is it Berkeley? Or is it University of California, San Francisco? Says, well, let's outfit ocean-going vessels and park them off the coast of a state like Alabama and people can, I don't know, ride out there on a dinghy? I don't know what they're doing. And special forces are going to take
0: them it says, and we'll have helicopter access for transport and emergencies. These are this is all ironic because these are the very things that abortion clinics have dealt with on land. So you're telling me they're gonna get it together on sea?
1: Really? <laughs> I'm just shocked who's uh, horrific. Helicopter flights?
2: Who's gonna pay for that? Yeah, who pays for that? <sighs>
1: It's a very good question. I'm sure in their mind they're going to figure out how to get the federal government to do it. Or maybe the Hollywood crowd will do it. Or maybe uh, maybe they'll raise money to do it. But So it is so important to them. This is what gets me about this whole Roe v. Wade abortion thing. And, And I can even understand intellectually somebody saying, look, I'm supportive of this or that. But it is they are unhinged about how can we make sure that anybody, everybody... Can go have an abortion it's 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 yep do y'all get what i'm saying i mean y'all are women yeah Sometimes it's I, like I mean, they're
2: determined they
1: are obsessed
2: to, with
1: yeah. the ability to do away with unborn babies that's what gets me i mean they're like way over the top
0: well i mean it's, it's their sacrament and this is their religion um, yeah
2: yeah that's,
1: that's so fair true. enough. I think that's it's, I think that's right. It's the on.
0: fires of Molech. It's the altar of Molech. This, this is, is
1: sacrifice your, your children on the altar of I can do better economically no. once you make it rain and my yes. crops will be good. I mean, is it really any different than that?
0: No. Do you think, Allison, what do you think?
2: I just I I just think there's no stopping this agenda. Like you said, Scott, they are determined to have a way to kill these babies. And I I hate saying it like that, in terms of being being sympathetic, especially with moms who have had abortions or people that have right. gone through, um, because it's you know, there's not the judgment there. but for me, it's and I even look, forget Christianity or the Bible that says human life is human life, where you're all made in God's image, end of story. There's a plan for your life, no matter who you are and how you start out but just if you want to just take it to the constitution i think there's the argument that human life is protected bottom line to me that's human life so so the determination to take a human life is laughable but really sad and i and the fact that there's actually a 20 million dollar proposal to put up a casino like gambling you know riverboat abortion clinic it's just sad. And and so I guess the good news is 1819 did an article with um, former U.S. attorney Jay Town, and he said that it really would never fly. He said if you leave from Alabama or Louisiana or Mississippi or Florida and there are abortion prohibitions in those states that are going to be sort of the end around in the water, when you pull back in, everybody who participated is guilty of an offense. Or at least those offense, offenses. You can't get around this. Right. Only way to get around it is at the ballot box. Um, you know, I don't think it would work, but how does gambling work? You know, if it's illegal, how does. Yeah, how, how
1: are they still gambling? open? I, I yeah. get you. And and yeah. if you go to the right federal judge, I can think of one by name right now. Yes. He will absolutely say, no, that's great. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. You don't have any jurisdiction yeah. out there. The federal government's in charge of this. And the, and the fact that this federal government, is also obsessed with it. Yes, that we will do whatever. We will literally tell you, State of Alabama, that there's nothing you can do about it. And and that's really the kind of thing that begins to to destabilize a republic. Eventually, people don't do well being poked in the chest, poked in the eye, constantly saying, "Right, you 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 will do what I tell you." Adults don't do well with that. That's right. And so I was, I was very uh, proud of the mayor of orange beach. Did y'all he see did what great he said? Job. He, he, was, I
2: didn't see what.
1: So the mayor of orange beach up? was on with Jeff poor and he was, Jeff poor asked him about this. And should, should I read what he said? Yeah.
0: Read what he said. It was I, amazing. Yeah.
1: He says, well, this is the mayor of orange beach, Tony Kennan, who, if he doesn't watch Alabama unfiltered, he should, he sounds, he seems like one of our kind of folks. He says, well, <laughs> I'm radically pro-life now. This is an elected official right off the bat. Instead of trying to go, well, you know, I fully respect everybody. I don't want to be. I'd vote for him for governor. He just straight out. I'm radically pro-life. My son was adopted, and his mom loved him mm-hmm. enough to carry him to term and let us take him home from the hospital. So to me, there's no discussion. It's a litmus test for me. I mean, he's using all the words we should have said years yeah. ago when we wouldn't be in the trouble we're in. But the professor from the University of California, San Francisco, she just needs to stay in San Francisco. She doesn't need to worry about what us Alabamians do. I don't know where that ship's leaving, from, but it ain't leaving from Alabama or anywhere on our side of town if I have anything to do with it. It's just the far left. It's a radical bunch that gets far more TV time than they deserve. The media is the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party. This is the Mm -hmm. type of stuff we hear and get, but it's time for pro-life people to say... I love this, to say, that ain't going to happen, lady. Run it off into the Pacific, San Francisco, if that's what you want to do. That's the last thing I want to be known for is an abortion ship. That just sickens me to even think such a thing could happen in the state of Alabama. And I hope there's enough of an uproar that it doesn't even get semi-rolling. And again, I don't even have the words to describe how despicable that is to me. That's the kind of leadership we have. That's That's the stuff that ought to be said from the governor's office. That's right. And every he should run for
2: legislature. Agreed. I yeah. agree
1: with you. I don't know anything else about him other than at least he's willing to take that fight up, mm-hmm. and he has, yeah. you know, he's benefited. He, his son, you, you said it, Allison. Everybody, God has a plan for everybody's life, no matter how you started. That's right. And he's like, I, I, I love my son who could have been aborted. No, yeah. I'm, I'm. He fires it's, me up.
2: It's so. I get that because like my daughter from China literally found in a box at 5 AM in the morning on a sidewalk in the middle of a Chinese, a small Chinese town of 2 million people. Like they don't even know how old she was when she was found. They guessed her birthday and here she is well living her best life in Colorado, you know, and (laughs) she has two parents that, you know, like her life, God had a plan for her and right. from that little box. Um, so when you do have adopted children, it is, I mean, Amy Beth, like very personal for right. you. Um, yeah. And, but what's interesting is that when you talk about all this happening on federal property, how does this work with the Hyde Amendment that says you can't spend federal money on abortions? Um, I don't you know, care. that's going to be tricky too.
1: No, it's, it's really not tricky for them. They do it until. It finally makes it to the United States Supreme Court, and then maybe finally the U.S. Supreme Court tells them to stop, and then they'll say, "Well, we'll stop, but we got to wind it down. We got to So they'll they'll do these things for years. Yes, they, they do not care. They they clearly know what the law says, and Joe Biden will do his little executive order. He really doesn't know. He thinks he's ordering ice cream. He signs it. <laughs> They're right like, here sign the receipt and he's like, "Okay, I get some ice cream." And and it just goes on and on because they do not care what the constitution says. They don't want to care what the law says. They don't care what the people of the different states say. Right. And they just roll on.
0: Yeah, they literally Well, you're
2: right yeah. because Danny Carr, the district attorney in Jefferson County has already said he will not uphold or enforce any um abortion laws in Alabama anti-abortion laws that he will totally ignore what's mm-hmm. going on in his district I mean a sitting mm-hmm. judge district attorney how does that not quali- disqualify you immediately you're you're charged with upholding the law and you're going to ignore the law
1: and you're saying I don't know the legislature is going to have to act on those kinds of things they've allowed these things to happen over and over um golly, one of the probate judges years ago said oh it was a uh, gay marriage. Remember, it was a probate judge in Jefferson County who was one of the first ones to say, no, we'll we're, we'll recognize.
0: Yes, I do remember And that.
1: so, you know, he, get, he gets to ignore the law. Then the the mayor of Birmingham takes down the monument in Lynn Park. There's like a $25,000 fine. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care. And, it, and it's not the fine. It's not the issue. It's that an elected official brazenly says, it does not matter to me what the law says. I will break it. And then they get to continue to hold that office. And now we have the district attorney saying this. I'm sure he would be greatly upset if someone said, and you know, I don't know if they did something to him, I'm sure he would want the law to be enforced. All right. But mm-hmm. I guess he's in a, Is we're really lawlessness is abounding.
0: It really is. I mean, and now we see what happens when you're governed by lawlessness. As one of my friends says, you, you, you're going to reap the whirlwind. Um, but You're friends it, with Chuck Schumer? <laughs> no, but biblically speaking, right. This is what happens when we've divorced ourselves from God's law, correct? And we've said, "Man, woman, okay, you want it. This is what you can have." And God turned them over, and here it is. And right. this is what we're living with: is people that are willing to put floating ships off of our coast in order that they might take the life of their unborn child. Um, and Allison's right. Do we care for the unborn? Yes. Do we care for their mothers? Yes. Are there? We. we I've written about it. It's out there. There are facilities across the country, 2,700 to be precise, mm-hmm. that are taking care of women, that are helping them in their time of need, um, that Elizabeth Warren believes should be shut down all across right. the country, except she's never been inside one. So Mm -hmm. there are resources for women and we are there for women in their time of need. But because the left drives this narrative that we've taken away a woman's right to choose, then they're up in arms and we are, we from a biblical perspective and Chuck Schumer, I'm taking back your whirlwind Mm -hmm. because God said it first, this is what we're living with. And it's horrific. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. horrific because babies' lives are taken and women's lives are irreparably changed. And we want to stop that. So, we'll do whatever is necessary but i hope it never happens i hope it doesn't get to that point but you know as an adopted person it is very personal for me mm-hmm. because i'm very thankful right. for my very brave 17-year-old mom like right. very every day i'm thankful that i'm here and that i'm alive and mm-hmm. i know i couldn't be and my kids understand that right um but this is unbelievable that they've like of course but we're always inventing new ways to sin the human heart is deceptively wicked above all else who can know it Only God, only God can tame this situation. And And I think
1: the part that gets me even more is just the whole, and I'm sensitive to it because I'm, you know, protective of Alabama. I love Alabama. I also love the ability to govern ourselves and just the whole, just quit picking on us, you know, just quit. Leave us alone. You you won't let us punch you in the face. We can't just, I'm I'm for a fight. I'm for us against California. I think our odds are very, very good. I don't care how many more people they have than us. But they, they they don't want to kick that off. They just want to just keep and mm-hmm. you know, we'll hide, we'll hide behind the federal government. And you, what are you gonna do? We, we'll bond. you know I'm just oh it just drives me crazy. I'm with them. Just leave us alone. Do your thing and fill San Francisco Bay up with your boats for all I care. Right. I mean I really don't want you to, but still. Right. Leave I don't us know. alone. Just just leave us alone.
0: And be responsible for yourself. How about that?
1: Yeah, that would be too much.
0: That's too much. Too also, much to in ask. education, be responsible. <laughs> are
1: Adults. we gonna? Are we gonna? Uh, last words, because we're running out of time. Okay. Um, are we gonna get school choice? Is there gonna be a real move, or did everybody not? Did we not elect the people to the legislature who have that are willing to do that? Is school choice going to be something we're really, really debate next year, or are we just stuck in the same system that we've always been? Allison, do you know?
2: I think school choice is coming back up. I think it'll be one of the big issues, Um, I think, along with closed primaries this session. But school choice, you know, was going great in the legislature, which is ironic. Even with Del Mar, she was not my favorite. He wrote a great bill. But the State Board of Education and Dr. Mackey got involved, and that's when the rails came off. Wait, the train went off the rails. Mm -hmm. Um, or something happened and went wrong because that's when Mackie said we need to start do the testing. Amy Beth, mm-hmm. the entrance testing for homeschool students, you know, and right. and then it got, it just was this angle to control the whole thing. It, there wasn't a lot of choice well, in the end. I, well,
1: I will say, because I've been friends with Dale Marsh for a long time, or acquaintance. I haven't talked to him in a number of years, but Dale's gift is... Management. He's good at managerial. He's just, his managerial skills are fantastic. He does a great job of bringing people together. He, he forces them into a room. You got to, you got to kind of work something out. And that is what he is really good at. Mm. And I used to spend a, a good bit of time when I was serving with him. He was uh the pro tem when I was there after the Republicans took over. Part of that time was trying to convince him you don't have to bring the bad guys to the table all the time. <laughs> we right. can, right. we can just run them over. But he right. re, he enjoys that part, so he would always bring the Department of Education in, always, and they would go, "Well, we just got this one little change," and I'm like, "No, no, that that's going to kill. No. The, it's going to gut the whole thing." Well, we we just need to take that, and he, he has to. He had to stop that. Now he's not going to be there anymore. But that is what happens yeah. to these very good pieces of education reform. It happened for the charter school bill years ago. He let them come in. They're supposed to be the experts. Ugh. He sees it. I think he sees it in his mind like. I'm bringing the expert in this field to the table and they're going to do what I'm asking them to do. Well, they're not. They're doing what they want to do. And then they're
2: bringing they, their agenda yes, to the table. Their agenda and that's comes to the table and,
1: and maybe that will, whoever's putting it together next time will not let that occur.
0: I mean, can you imagine if we use the tactics, basically, Saul Alinsky, but not um, as Republicans, as conservatives, as libertarians, and we banded together and went down to the Capitol and wouldn't leave until. And acted like they do. Acted yeah. like they do. Like we would never do that. But what if we took the best parts of it, which is not giving up? So we, and obviously, um, part of Allison's group, Local Alabama, and Eagle Forum, and the Thatcher Coalition, all the other groups across the country that are working on education and just come together because we've seen what happened in Arizona and mm-hmm. say, we want this in, Al- in Alabama and other right. states. Say, we want this in right. Tennessee or wherever they don't have it, that they want it. Right. But we don't leave or like Will. we're not, we're going to visit your office every day that you're in session. And we're going to ask you and ask you and ask you until you finally go fine.
1: I'll just, let's pass it, it. So they'll quit. But what to my would house. happen
0: if we did something like that? I don't know.
1: Well, and I I think Arizona doing something helps tremendously because Alabama legislators and leadership do not like to be the first. They do not want to be called rednecks. Except in football. and, (laughs) And so it's just like illegal immigration was being able to say, hey, Arizona did it and the world didn't come to an end. Arizona passed something and they didn't die. Arizona, all the businesses didn't leave Arizona. Everybody didn't run out of town. And and it really helped the momentum. So Arizona doing this again, maybe we're going to owe them a debt of gratitude. But what if parents also said to their legislators, whether they're for school choice or not, hey, don't you think we're smart enough to make that decision for our kids? Right. That should insult we're, parents. Instead of right. parents rallying to protect the status quo, maybe some parents should start looking at it like, well, I'm smart enough. But but I really do think a lot of people are like, well, I'm smart enough, but my neighbor, he's an idiot. <laughs> his kids have <laughs> got to go to the public school because they don't, they don't stand a chance. Is that, I mean, there's a little bit in of that in all of us, isn't there?
0: Probably. Yes. Cause we're all,
1: we all think I'm we're a the greatest Rutgers
0: center. <laughs> and I think, you know, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that if parents, we're like, actually, you can't lie to my face and tell me that we don't have this when I see that we do, mm-hmm. and you can't pretend that I'm not smart enough to figure this out when right. I am. And we push back, like, for the love of all that's good and holy, with my just earpiece. forget it, we'll, forget we'll it. St- we can hear you. If we, if we stop getting back on our heels and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do right. that and right. hurt your feelings. Right. If we said, actually, no, we're not leaving, right? And and we're going to be kind to you, but we're not leaving until this is done. Right.
1: I'll be back in your office in a minute. I got to get something to drink. Do you want something? Yeah. You want, but you I'm going to be back I'll in a minute. You, I'll <laughs> bring you back. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll bring
2: lunch. Cupcakes.
1: Right, right. Ho-hos.
2: Right. I don't know. Little right. right. I don't know what people bring. That. But, that's what we can do. We really <laughs> need to do our field trip <laughs> I knew when to I the capital.
0: Was Um But, you know, what would happen if we did that? Right. And stop getting pushed around. We're so nice. Let's be kind instead and be worried about truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but also demand as parents that we're paying with our precious treasure and with our money into our school systems, and what we're getting out of it is not what we're putting into it, and we want more.
1: It's very, very true. Even in the best school systems that people think they have the best. And I'm going to just say something I know might be a little controversial. I know you're surprised. But some of the best school systems, quote-unquote best school systems, are doing the indoctrination at an incredible rate. Yes, they are. i've said before one of the things i'm thankful for is that the public schools don't do the greatest job teaching which means not all of our kids are indoctrinated yet because if they were really good at it we'd be in a world of hurt but some of the quote unquote best with the best facilities spend the most money Mm -hmm. talk to one of those young people and find out what their worldview is and most adults will be like, oh, my gosh, where did you get that? Their parents don't even know where they got it.
0: Well, and it, and it's not right. just in public school. It's in mm. private school. Oh,
1: well, that's true. It's
0: in parochial school. Like, So don't think that it's not because I I know that it is. Right. And,
1: Y'all and, have experienced. Y'all have lived it.
0: In all the schools. Right. It's everywhere. So we've got to have school yeah. choice.
1: Absolutely. And then we can still play sports at the place where we live. Please. <laughs> we've got to be able to do that. Please. Tell them that, Allison. <laughs> Allison, last word. <laughs> You're willing to... Let you have the last I, word today.
2: Me, I don't really, I mean, I just, my last word would be to parents is, and I guess I'm really, the education thing to me, it's like, if we lose this generation, we're kind of done. I, I, no, God is bigger than that. But I'm thinking like, we are age, not old, I won't call us old. Like we can fight all we want to fight and we can hold the line as much as we want to hold the line. But if that generation and our kids don't hold to the same truths, it's kind of for naught. And so I just, I want parents to understand that this is happening. It's in every school to some extent, like some of your more rural schools, um, it might not be there yet, or you might still have teachers that are not willing to, you know they'll check the box but they they can see and they maybe shift the language a little bit to where it's not so hardcore right. indoctrination social justice but it's everywhere and just understand when you send your kids to public schools this is happening and if you're okay with it that's great if this is if that if they are teaching what you're teaching but like the whole counseling thing with me is i have kids that are in counseling we choose a counselor for them for very specific reasons, um, because of maybe our worldview or things that we know about our children that they need specialty, um, right. you know, counseling in this. But now you're setting up this counseling system in the school that you may or may not even know your kids going to, and they could be telling them the total opposite of what you're working towards at home. And parents just need to wake up and realize. If, if that's your choice, that's your choice. But know that when you are sending your kids to public school, that is what you're choosing. You are choosing what the AEA and the NEA are stating as their mission statement. Bottom line, I fully believe that. Um, and uh, kind of scary. I'm not sure how this <laughs> no, ends.
1: No, it, But I, know, um, I, I just this... want
2: parents to take control again and to have a say and to understand.
1: I have this vision of, it's kind of like the, um, one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. We're out there, we're fighting all the, the, the bad guys are coming, you know, the awful dental work and yeah. they're coming in <laughs> we're fighting and we're fighting to the last person and, and finally we die and our kids go, well, they're gone. Open the door and let the bad guys in because okay, they think. That's a great our, analogy that's what i'm afraid is happening i feel like the older generation was going to fight it to the very end and then all of this training and brainwashing indoctrination and they literally say oh well th- it's going to be great y'all come on in they are going to come in and massacre them right but they will literally open the gates of the keep and, and i hope that's not the case but we've got a lot of work to do in, in a very short time okay any last words
0: no that was well said
1: you want to close? My close. closing?
0: You're closing. God,
1: I've got the list. I've already said how you can watch this. But this has been Alabama Unfiltered. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you check all the places where you find your podcast. Tell some other people about this. Um, I think they'll enjoy it. Uh, tell some people to look at the, all the previous episodes we've done. There's some very good ones out there. Y'all have a great time. Hopefully we'll see y'all next week.